Hello and welcome to the Sex with the Marriage Podcast. My name is JD and I blog over at uncoveringintimacy.com. Today we're going to be talking about female orgasms and how to tell if you've had one. This is prompted by the following question that I received from our anonymous have a question page. They wrote, if the number of women who reach orgasm from penetrative sex is as low as the surveys that you mentioned say it is, how would a couple know if a woman is one of those who doesn't have an orgasm with penetration? For context, I've been married to my wife for 13 years and we have five children. I would say our sex life isn't dry, but we aren't all that creative. There have been things that I've suggested doing and have tried, but she has told me that they make her uncomfortable. Things like me using my hands to pleasure or go down on her. I think there may be something connected to past experiences with masturbation and the guilt that came with that as a teen, but I've taken up the position of wanting to serve and honor her, so I haven't pushed it. So for the past 13 years, we have been kind of doing the same thing once every other week or so. A part of me wonders if the lack of desire on her part is because she hasn't ever really had an orgasm, but that raises the other question of how are we to know? Kind of a silly question, I guess, but something I've been pondering while listening to your podcast. Thanks. So today, let's answer that question. How would a couple know if the wife is having an orgasm? That question seems to come up fairly frequently, yet I'm not sure I have a post that answers it. As such, in this post, we'll go through the typical signs, behaviors, and other indicators that a wife has had an orgasm. We'll be focusing on the wives because, well, I've yet to have a husband or wife ask me how to know if he's had an orgasm. One of the main reasons, I believe, is that In the vast majority of cases, when men orgasm, they ejaculate, and that's a reasonably clear indicator. For women, it's not quite as simple because while some do ejaculate, somewhere in the 15% range, it's not always connected with an orgasm. A few standard indicators tell if you've had an orgasm. However, some of them are incredibly vague and unmeasurable or highly subjective. So it's challenging to use them as a good indication of whether or not you've had an orgasm. For example, some people say, if you aren't sure, then you haven't had one, which is incredibly unhelpful. Uh, I've been married for 21 years, and my wife has been through seasons where it's difficult to orgasm and very easy to orgasm, times when it's self-evident she's had one, and times when she's not sure she's had one or not. Uh, Other indicators are more reliable, but might be hard to ascertain in a bedroom setting. Nevertheless, here's the list I've managed to gather in the hopes that they will help you figure out if you're having trouble. Of course, most people don't experience all of these, some only a few, and not every time, so take them as signs you might be having one, not proof positive that you are or aren't. I'm going to group a bunch of these, though they may present in various or multiple ways. Let's start with spasms or contractions in your pelvic floor muscles. Those typically indicate an orgasm, and if you have a medical instrument that can detect those contractions, even if they're minor, that's a pretty solid indication. However, the vast majority of us don't have such equipment. Judging by contractions can be a problem because for some women, their contractions are weak or their internal sensors are not sensitive enough to detect them. One way to increase the sensitivity is to insert a finger or more to see if you or your husband can feel them. Adding fingers helps by both increasing the pressure so that you can tell internally or you may be able to sense the contractions through your fingers. Uh, If you're into anal play, often those muscles are stronger so it's even easier to detect there. Uh, If you aren't interested in fingers in your rear, if there's enough light, you might be able to see the contractions of the anus during orgasm. Along with pelvic floor contractions, some women experience muscle spasms in their buttocks, 
thigh, legs, or ab muscles. Curling of toes or gripping with fingers also happens for some. You might recognize this by the grabbing of the sheets, typically displayed in movies to portray an orgasm is happening. Breathing changes can be another indicator. However, this is a bit difficult because a change either way can be indicative of an orgasm, uh, but also of approaching orgasm. Some wives find that they almost hyperventilate when they approach or begin to orgasm. Others hold their breath as they approach orgasm and then either let it out as they orgasm or afterwards. Of course, this can lead to confusion if you're trying to figure out if you've had an orgasm. Eventually, you need to breathe. So if you're holding your breath in an attempt to orgasm but don't have one, you still have to stop holding your breath at some point regardless. However, if the wife immediately takes one or more large breaths and starts to hold it again, that might be a good indication that she's not had one yet. Either that or she's overstimulated so much that she can't breathe. So that's a bit tricky. In those cases, I'd look to see if there are some other indicators that happen simultaneously to see if they coincide. Somewhat related to breathing changes are some women start moaning or screaming, sometimes uncontrollably, during orgasm. However, again, this can happen up to and through the orgasm. As well, for many people, orgasms result in sensation changes. The most notable and often discussed is your clitoris becoming more sensitive. For some, this means that continuing with sex gets even better. For some who are multi-orgasmic, the first orgasm sort of kicks it off. With the increased sensitivity, they can go on to have many. For others, an orgasm makes their clitoris too sensitive. This sensitivity can last seconds, minutes, or hours, depending on the person. For some, you have to change positions or activities that don't put as much pressure on it, like going from missionary to doggy style. Others need to stop everything for a bit. Some will still be interested in focusing on their spouse because they're still aroused and can't be touched. Others aren't interested in anything sexual anymore and flip into a let's just get this done mode because it's uncomfortable. And for a few, their clitoris sort of goes numb after an orgasm. They lose sensitivity for a bit. But the clitoris isn't the only thing that can change sensitivity. Nipples are also often also cited with the same range as above. Uh, for some, they get more sensitive, which is great. And for others, an orgasm means no touching of the nipples for a while. Uh, for a few, there's little to no sensation after an orgasm. And some people experience increased sensitivity everywhere on their skin, for good or not. Uh, the point is that there is a clear line between one sensitivity and another, usually marked by an orgasm. Sensitivity changes can also happen during arousal, but that tends to be a slower progression. Uh, in contrast, the changes we're talking about here are relatively abrupt. As well, arousal often changes with orgasm. For some, orgasm is a resolution, so any built-up arousal starts to dissipate. For some, it happens immediately. For others, it lessens over time. Uh, for some women, orgasm increases arousal, and some don't really get into enjoying sex thoroughly until they've already had an orgasm. So suppose you find that your level of arousal either increased or decreased significantly. In that case, it might indicate you've had an orgasm. Of course, getting close to orgasm can increase arousal, which can again complicate things. There are also some changes in physical appearance, which I hesitate to mention for two reasons. Firstly, People often have sex in dark or dimly lit areas, making it hard to tell. Secondly, for many people, the changes are very subtle. Even in a well-lit area, unless you take before and after pictures, which 
might be an interesting activity, uh, you might not be able to tell. Nevertheless, the textbook discussions of orgasms typically list things like flesh skin, particularly the upper chest, and changes in nipple color and lip color. Now, for some, it's more noticeable. There's that stereotypical post-orgasm glow. Uh, for others, you're not going to be able to notice it at all. Lastly, we have what I'll call energy changes, for lack of a better term. These energy changes are a wide range of experiences and pretty subjective. Nevertheless, quite a few women experience them, so I think it's worth mentioning. Some of these energy changes can be positive. For example, you feel happier, more relaxed, or sleepy, which can be positive at night. Others feel exhilarated or like you completed something. Others are less positive. Some people suffer from depression after having an orgasm clinically known as postcoital dysphoria. For some, it's immediately afterwards, and for others, it's later on. So if you think you might have had an orgasm and suddenly feel down, tired, not necessarily sleepy, uh, or depressed, sad, or anxious, this might indicate an orgasm. As well, there's a curious thing that happens in the brain during sex. While aroused, your brain directs blood flow away from all the regions that determines what is gross or distasteful, and the part that calculates risk. In the heat of the moment, some may find themselves enjoying and engaging in activities or behaviors that are uncharacteristic for them. Then, when sober from arousal, they look back and reevaluate their choices. For some women, this causes a fair bit of embarrassment and shame. Others get angry at their spouse for making them do these things. And you can read more about that in the post called Your Definition of Gross Changes When You're Aroused. I believe there should be neither embarrassment, shame, nor anger in most situations, just a realization that your priorities are different during sex. But if you notice these feelings come upon you suddenly, that might indicate that you've had an orgasm and that your brain is redirecting blood flow. So, did you have an orgasm? From everything I know, these are the most reliable methods for figuring out if you had an orgasm or not. As I said, many can be subtle, so it's not a simple checklist, but hopefully they can help you determine if you've had one or not. And that's it for today. If you have a question of your own that you've been wondering about for a while, then feel free to submit it to our anonymous Have a Question page. Uh, or you can email me directly at j at uncoveringintimacy.com. And that's it for today. Uh, we'll have more questions coming up soon and we'll talk to you then.